Foodie Films is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome back, foodie fans, to another delectable episode of Foodie Films. I'm your host, Kyle Reinfried, and this is episode 10. I realized it while recording it with today's guest, Leon. Again, I say it in the episode, but Leon is, uh, well, he's a friend of mine from college and, uh, you know, close friend, and he's a gifted artist, and he helped Brian and I out with P.S. I Love Hoffman's uh, artwork, and then the amazing artwork that he did for Foodie Films, so, and he's just, he's just fun to talk to, I, I always enjoy it, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, I want to, I was hoping that I could maybe record something when I was traveling, but you know what? I, I was just trying to be in the here and now. I'm accused all the time of being on my phone too much and, uh, you know, and between Instagram and Twitter, but trying to keep up to date and, you know, putting stuff out there for you guys. But uh, while I was abroad, I you know, I was taking some pictures and I was posting, but I, I didn't sit down and record anything with anyone. But I think uh, my friend Matt, who I traveled with, I'm going to try to get him on the show and we'll talk about my uh, European excursion then. Maybe some uh, other people too. But it was just, it was a great time. Boy, was the food just between... I mean, Amsterdam... I personally don't think it, like is the best food city. I, I want people maybe. I, I mean, I had some good meals there, but uh, maybe hey, let me know if you guys know some better spots. Uh, I just think it's it's just a city for other vices than uh, food. And then I mean, Munich Oktoberfest, just boy, what a party! And I'm just incredibly impressed by. It. I mean, the food was very good, but I'm more impressed by how good it was for the scale of just like you know the quantity of people they're cooking for in these massive beer halls on the on the fairgrounds and then Ireland boy Ireland I mean I mean the Irish people always get a rap for not being that great of cooks I don't I don't know where that started from uh it's in my opinion one of the best seafood countries I've ever been to I mean they cook other things great as well but boy I mean hey it's a huge island so they just get the freshest seafood, and I think they know how to prepare it extremely well as well. Um, so, well, without further ado, here is dinner for schmucks uh, with a couple of schmucks, Kyle and Leon. 
Uh, well, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, coming on. You're a guest on P.S. I Love Hoffman. Yeah. And now you're a guest on Foodie Films, my solo take of yeah. the podcast. So we'll see at the end. I mean, that one, uh, you guys check out, if you haven't already, Foodie fans, check out P.S. I Love Hoffman. That was the great podcast I did with host of High School Slumber Parties, uh, the, the current host, uh, Brian Rodriguez. We were, you know... We've heard it several times before. He was my co-host. I <laughs> can't tell you how many episodes. Podcast? Yeah, that, what's that? That's, that's his new, that's his new podcast. Yeah, you should check, yeah High School it. Slumber Party. You <laughs> okay. should go on it. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm here with Leon. Uh, you definitely, I've mentioned his name at least once before on this podcast because he did the artwork for, he's done all, like, I mean, right. you've done artwork for Every the, one of your podcasts. Yeah. And a whole two. So all, all two. <laughs> and other projects I've worked on. And I just, you're just one of the most creative people I know. And so, uh, I mean, just one of many ways I want to thank you is by having you on my podcast. What an honor, right? You know? This is great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, welcome to Foodie Films. And I mean, so you're not on here because you are a chef or you're a food instagrammer you and art you are i like an, eating you like eating i'm a i'm a, I'm a big eater that's perfect <laughs> one thing i know about you a specific food thing that like i feel like i learned before but i i i forget and then i remember not a fan of cheese uh or love know. mozzarella okay american cheese um other cheeses like i'll eat them Swiss it. cheese? No, no Swiss. Does never. it come out of the cow with the holes in it already? Well, I, a, a I was traumatized when I was younger because <laughs> Swiss cheese was the way cheese looked in every cartoon. Yeah, you know, yeah. With the holes in it. So I guess it's the yeah, easiest the way cheese. to in a drawing. You're an artist. You tell me. Illustrate right? what cheese is, right? Otherwise, if it, someone said you like, if you if uh, you were playing, uh, was that Pictionary? Yeah, that's how you draw it. Yeah, sure, listen, sure. But then when you try it and you're a little kid and it's disgusting, yeah. you're traumatized for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer, like, are there cheese? I know some people that like cheese so much more when it's melted. Are you? Cheddar. Cheddar. I, yeah, like cheddar and crackers. I don't know. Not really my thing. Yeah. But like cheddar on a burger. But ch- yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah, you like cheeseburgers. Swiss, like, I'll deal with it if it's on a burger, but I'm not going to choose like, that. Do you like a Cuban sandwich or a Reuben? Uh, no, not no. really because of the Swiss. Because of the Swiss. Yeah, it's overpowering and yeah. it's funky and it tastes like farts, smell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, where I mean, where we live, we live right by Hoboken, where which they have a Mutz Fest, so yeah. you said you love Mutz. Oh, so. yeah. I can we eat know the Fiore sandwich. Yep. You you of course, worked, the famous. You, you worked right over by you know that was walking distance. Yep. Yeah. But they're on what fourth, fourth or fifth? Fifth and in between fifth and sixth on Adams. On Adams and I was yeah. on in Hoboken, New Jersey. Monroe, Check out so. Fiore's. That's a plug. Excellent. What I have? Go Thursday. Yeah, go Thursday or Saturday. <laughs> or Saturday. That's right? the roast beef and mutz day. Every day they have a roast roast beef that you can have, but the like the roast beef gravy and mutz. That's Which doesn't make much sense. You'd think that those would be staple things that deli would always have, and to put it on a roll and give it to uh, you for ten get, bucks. You know, <laughs> I mean, they could they cook the roast beef fresh. So like the other days, I know they have like a a ham day, an Italian tuna. The Italian tuna is awesome. That I gotta try. You were telling me about yeah. that. And, and then they have a corned beef day, which is good. But I wouldn't put mutz on it. Mutz yeah. doesn't go on corned beef. And I forget what the other day is. Oh well. It's all delicious. Yeah, I've never had anything from there I don't like. 
There you go. <laughs> but, uh, I still have yet to try Andreas. Oh yeah, go Andreas is pretty too. good. I mean, we just people we live. I mean, you're gonna constantly hear from me, but we live in North Jersey. We have the best delis, the best diners, a shitload of Italians, and they yeah. love to make good sandwiches. Our or delis could f- beat up your delis. Is yeah. basically what we're saying. Yeah, wah wah, wah wah. But when when did was there? Did you do you remember a time when like food became more than just food for you? Like that, you know, you obviously, I, I know your family, loving family, probably sat down, had meals together, but when did it become like, you were like, you became maybe even more adventurous or just even... I think it was, it was when I started wrestling. And when you started wrestling? Yeah. Well, okay. because, you know, cutting weight for wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, you end up starving yourself a lot and then you have that, that craving, that meal that you're looking forward to afterward. Ah. And also that was the same time, you know, you're coming of age where you're making your own money and yeah. you, could, you could walk down to the deli and grab your own sandwich. Other than that, you know, beforehand it's just kind of, oh, whatever mom feeds me yeah. is basically what I'm eating. But then I finally got to choose and that's when I started experimenting, if mm-hmm. you will, having some menage a trois with sandwiches and, <laughs> oh, it's a whole new world yeah. can't choose world. one sandwich so you got two at the same time I like that a menage a trois sandwiches <laughs> on a nice French baguette <laughs> and that's gotta be my favorite food of all time is the sandwich the sandwich classic yeah I mean later in the in the film that we'll be talking today he even mentions the, the Earl of Sandwich is one of the, the greatest dreamers of all <laughs> <laughs> I love sandwiches though I think I, I uh, a, qu- a question later on so don't answer it now but I ask like what uh, you know your spirit food is so you do have time to think about it but like Ooh. my like mine like I said like maybe like an artisanal sandwich of sorts that's just like I'm fancy but I'm for the every man you know mm-hmm. That didn't sound right this time though I said it. Well, artisanal. Is that every man? Is that an every man kind of thing? But I'm fancy. fancy. Like, I'm just, you know. But it's a sandwich. But it's a sandwich. So I'm just like, who am I trying to kid? Now, do you do a toothpick with an olive in it? Because then you're way too fancy for No. Just like, (laughs) you know, maybe the, you know, just like a a diagonal cut. You know, know, maybe like a a ciabatta or sourdough bread. You know, like, you know, versus just your white, your wheat, your rock. Which is one of the great things about sandwiches is endless combinations. Endless combinations. You could even throw Fritos on there if you're getting freaky. I'm never, I'm not a guy that like, I, I, that's why I also respect Fiori's is because they're just like, they don't have a menu. They have their special, they have, you know, roast beef is two days a week and they're closed on Sundays. So then four, four other days, you know, they have their special sandwiches, but then you go in there and you just, you know, you get I mean, you know, you get turkey and cheese, which isn't Italian, right. but it's just like meat, cheese. They don't even have like lettuce and tomato there. Right. They've got some peppers, simple flair. But I like a place that just even has like almost like I don't like Subway, but I respect that they're just like these are the meats we have, these are the cheeses, these are the toppings, this is the type of bread, and you're just like this is what I want. Well, yeah, but there's also something about the Fiore's feeling. You know, when you go in, you're ordering, and you feel like you're doing it wrong, and they're looking at you like yeah. you're doing it wrong. But then, for some reason, the sandwich tastes better because it just feels authentic, you know? Yeah. When mobsters run the deli, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, I'll have to, you know, have them on and just... <laughs> so, as mobsters... So, as, as mobsters. Well, you, we know a good sandwich. Yeah. It's, uh, what we do is we take Tony, we flip him upside down, we stir him in the mutts, and... 
Uh, but okay, so wrestling, I like that. That makes sense. That it was you. You appreciated a meal so more so. So you're like, this is what I want to have. You know, right. It's That's like even when like you when you're coming home, you're like raving. Yeah, it's like even when you move away and like that area doesn't have, you know, when people move away from this area and they're like, oh, there's no good bagels. And I come back and they just want to have bagels. They want to have pizza. They want right. to have like what this area is more known for. Right. Versus, you know, I don't know. Obviously, plenty of places. Like, yeah, if no you moved away from things. Philly, I'm sure you'd be craving cheesesteaks when you move away. Yeah, but our cheesesteaks are better. Basically, I, everything northern New Jersey does is yeah. better than what Philadelphia does. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, trust me. I'm never gonna disagree. I'm gonna, you know, like I don't. Foodie fans are from Philly. I'm sorry. You got cheesesteaks, the Rocky Statue, and the Declaration of Independence. Just calling it like I see it. That's yeah, all. Exactly. But uh, I mean, in in the world of art, have you have you done anything like in graphic design? Have you done anything food related before? Or? Um, other than just working on you know, multiple food brands, Mm -hmm. uh, but nothing, you know, artistically wise, uh, that really lent itself towards food, just advertisements for fast food restaurants, you know, Subway and Carl's Jr., McDonald's, things like that. Is there any specific requests that they give? Just like make it look better than it actually is? Yeah, that's usually (laughs) it. With advertising, they pretty much are just like, just shove this in people's faces, Uh so make it look good. Any tricks of the trade? that we should be, the public should be aware of? Or? Um, no, you'd actually be surprised at how subliminal advertising doesn't really exist. Uh-huh. Either that or they don't, they don't tell the designer about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's something hidden in the, in the photography or something yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah, no, no real tricks of the trade. Just, hey, here's our stuff and do it. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. There's maybe less it, Really, the, the only advertising trick is just keep shoving this in people's faces until they can't forget about it. Yeah. You know? I'm sure, like, obviously color patterns, right? Isn't there something... Did you ever hear that? Like, McDonald's, like, the whole, like, red and yellow... Yeah, or, they're supposed to make you hungry and yeah, things like that. certain colors um, that make you feel a certain way, and so... Really, I just think it's, it's about the branding and the awareness, like... Yeah. Basically, if you weren't from this that, area like, and you yeah. came here and you saw Fiori's or you saw Subway, you'd be like, well, I can trust Subway because I know what I'm getting there. Yeah, I don't is, know what hey. I'm getting at Fiori's, even though that's the best sandwich in the world, and now you're getting a shitty piece of cardboard from Subway. Instead. That is true. You I know? was just I, – I just – this is the first podcast. I'm back from my little trip abroad in uh, Europe. I did a little uh, – Amsterdam, Munich for Oktoberfest, and uh, – Dublin or Dublin and a bit more of Ireland, but when I was in Dublin, and I just I just wanted like I, it was you know, all those cities. I was drinking quite a bit, and as then you should. as you should, and there was just I just wanted something like really quick to eat, and I saw a McDonald's. I'm like, I know I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna a go Royale there. with cheese. Yeah, Royale with cheese. <laughs> one of your favorite. Yeah, that's nah, that's a that's a famous. We've covered one uh, f- famous food scene from Pulp Fiction, the five dollar shake scene. Okay. The Royale with cheese. That's another famous food scene from Pulp Fiction. But yeah, about McDo- I mean, so McDonald's worked. I mean, I love their French fries when they're like fresh McDonald's French fries. They're my favorite. Excellent. Yeah. But I mean, you can't deny McDonald's is delicious. Subway is garbage. Subway is garbage. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite? fast food sandwich place. You got Blimpy's, which was, the original was in Hoboken, and it closed, unfortunately. Oh, did it? Yeah. I, knew, I did know that. But Blimpy's uh, Subway, what else? Uh, are there any I, my favorite's got to be Jersey Mike's. Jersey, yeah. And I don't even know if it started in Jersey. I found out they're huge, and they're everywhere, yeah. so check them out. 
cool. foodie films fans. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that's my favorite like chain fast food sub. Yeah, I guess you could say Blimpies was good. Yeah, I had no problem with Blimpies. Uh, Subway, Subway, I have a big problem with. It's, it's just pitiful. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah. For the episode for coming to America, Brian and I went to. A McDonald's, because, you know, in that movie, there's the McDowell's, and mm-hmm. so we did, and we, I went there, and I requested a Big Mac on a seedless bun, like in the movie, versus a seeded bun, and just when I got it, I'm like, the burger, the patties are just so pitiful. They were bigger, they were actually, like, the McDonald's in Ireland was better. Yeah. It was more of an actual burger. I wonder if it's a cultural thing where they know, like, in Europe, they're not going to accept the shit that we feed Americans. And Americans are so fat, they'll eat whatever we (laughs) (laughs) do. Fun fact about McDonald's I found out about. Now, I'm definitely mistaken on the numbers, but uh, the number of burgers you can get out of a cow is roughly like 300 to 400, I think. Uh, McDonald's. Gets about four to five thousand burgers out of their cows. What? Something something absurd so, like that. Like ten times like the normal. Oh yeah. Well, and, no, and, the and, ba- and, and also the bad thing about burgers is like any kind of chopped meat like that. Usually, what's bad in the, in the states is that it's from multiple cows. Right. So that kind of it's meat you're going to get more sick from. of yeah cows. I do love a Big Mac. I do love a Big Mac though. Yeah. That's a that's a staple road trip food of mine. Yeah. Stop at the rest stop, get a Big Mac. Um, yeah, but that was I, I I'm trying to think of I've had fast I've had McDonald's in Germany as well. Not this trip. I was eating a lot of German, you know, food, all the all the Oktoberfest food. Mm. So yeah. Some sausages. Was, some, some yeah, some, some nice some bratwurst and some spetzel and some spetzel. Some pig, pig knuckle. <laughs> Oh, how's that? It was delicious. It's actual pig I, feet. It's actual, yeah. It's like the I get. Well, I think it's, it's I think just it's, like fried it's a joint. crispy. Yeah, it's really. This one was even what I remember more than the last time I was in Munich, because this was just like I didn't know how Oktoberfest worked. It was just like a huge state fair area. I thought it was it's like, like a big tent. Everyone stands under. Well, it's like eight every like. There's like famous beer halls in Germany. There's like Augustiner, right, Pauliner, okay. Hofbrau, Lohenbrau, and they each have like their own place in Munich, and they're all pretty walking distance from another. I like mm-hmm. I went to a, like a few of them the last time I was there, but this is like a, just imagine like a huge fair area that that like that's what it's there for them. I mean, they probably host other events during the year, but it's there for Oktoberfest. And there's roller coasters there. Oh wow! There's like you know it's. It's much more. I thought it was going to be like you just kind of went from beer hall to beer hall in the city, and there were like tents that you could go to and just like food stands. But it's just like this huge massive fair m- kind of thing. Massive, yeah. Now, is it expensive? No, it's free to get in, and then it's it was like twelve, thirteen euros for a liter of beer, which like a liter of beer is like three beers, so close okay. to three beers. Okay, yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. It was, it was just like one of those big steins. Yeah. Is that how they serve one, them? Yeah. One day I drank ten. All right. It was like 23 beers. (laughs) Well, hey, when in Germany, right? when in Munich. (laughs) (laughs) Now I sound like the one character from from Dinner for Schmucks. I guess we could start talking about it. Yeah, sure. Right? Dinner for Schmucks. Dinner for Schmucks. It's not, you know, I mean, it's, again, it's, this is one of the films that's like, is it a foodie film? It's got dinner in the name. It's got dinner in the name. Like and, 40% and it's an actual... of the movie happens at dinner, yeah, right? Maybe yeah. 30. 
they have a couple other mule scenes, but it's just, but it is, it's more like, like I want to start diving more into just, it's, you know, so it's not about the food in the dinner scene, but it's about dinner and it's about sitting down and it's about this awkward and like scene where they, I mean, are exploiting these uh, odd people. I don't want to say dumb. They're not dumb. Weirdos. Weirdos. They're weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember, on PS, I love Hoffman. Stay uncool. That was <laughs> That's that it. works there for these go. guys too. Yeah. Talk about a cast though. We've got Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, um, Zach Galifianakis. I mean, I should just say talk talk about a comedic cast. Zach Galifianakis, Jermaine Clement, um, Bruce Greenwood, Ron Livingston, Larry Wilmore, Kristen Shaw. Who else? Nick Kroll briefly. Chris O'Dowd, Jeff Dunham. I don't like Jeff Dunham. But, uh... Jeff Dunham, is he the else? puppet guy? Yeah. He, now, he's got a little disguise on. I didn't even realize that was him. He had a mustache. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you know, it's like Superman. Yeah. You, you pop glasses on him. glasses and a like, mustache, and he, and he fooled you. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, and he's, and he's the uh, puppeteer. And, yeah, just a great... I, I, I mean, I love all the guests. Octavia Spencer... Excellent. Academy Award now Academy Award winning since 2010 when this movie came out she is she won it for this movie right yeah she won for, for this movie for her for lobster <laughs> impersonation <laughs> you know you brought it up let's just play that scene right now that's one of my fa- I, I, I love that scene I am receiving a message from the other side I'm trapped. Where are they taking me? She's talking to the lobster. The water can... They're my win. They're my win. Alright, so I saw, you know, I I think I saw this in theaters. I don't know if it, I, I definitely didn't. I don't see anything didn't. in theaters. You don't see anything in no. theaters? No. Any reason why? Uh, it, the Marvel movies ruined the theaters for me. Wow. Like, for some reason but I Ms. kept... Paul Rudd is part of the Marvel world. Yeah, movie. and he's America's sweetheart. We all know that. But yeah. uh, I still haven't seen Ant-Man just because I kept going to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, starting from the first X-Men, the first Spider-Man. and yeah. I kept going and they kept letting me down every single time. Last Marvel movie I saw in the theaters. Oh, someone talked me into go seeing Logan. Okay. And I saw it. Yeah. And it was good. But I don't know if it was worth the twenty five dollars I spent to get into the jeez, what theaters? Three D X, whatever, whatever they call them now. You know the yeah. enhanced sound oh, yeah, system yeah, yeah. that you don't even realize is happening. It's just a little bit louder in this one, <laughs> so it's, it's the, the 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 sound travels around you, right? So and then pay like ten dollars more. I would have seen it in the normal theaters, but no, it wasn't playing in that one. I would have had to go see yeah. like the B movie or whatever. I feel like I should playing. get you into like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like that's like the that's you know you've got your Iron Man, your Thor, your Captain America, like that because you've mentioned like the other ones that aren't as like these. The cinematic universe ones are really good. Yeah, I gotta check them out. I watched. Watch I actually Ant-Man. I watched Black Panther last night. 
Ah. Um, I might catch some flack for saying this, but wasn't a huge fan. I wasn't a huge fan the first time I saw it. Second time I watched it, I liked it more, but I still think it's overrated. And I think the CGI in it was pretty terrible. Yeah. The panther bouncing around, that that looked pretty 99. Yeah. You know, pretty 1999. That's what I think Venom's going to feel like, though. Yeah. It's very, like, 90s, early 2000s vibe to it. Yeah. I mean, so Black Panther, overrated. Dinner for Schmucks, I think, is Underrated. Underrated. Absolutely. This is a great. It caught comedy. a bad rap. This yeah. movie. And there's some great performances. I mean. Yeah, that. I mean that Octavia Spencer one. Yeah. Again, she is now an Academy Award winner, three-time Academy Award nominee. And I mean, I remember when she first got nominated. I didn't see. You know, it was she won the first time she was nominated. That was for that movie, The Help. And I was like, the lobster scene lady. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's she's nominated for an Academy Award. But I mean. Hey, she's. In, I mean, she's a very talented uh, actor. Uh, but this this scene, I even like appreciate it. I appreciate it more now. I'm just like she is an actor that just went like this is gonna be funny. Like I see right. she, her eyes in that scene like just get so wide and just like when she lets out that scream of the lobster. I'm and you think like, like yeah, this is an easy thing to do. You know, yeah. this is a comedic scene, but. It's not. I could. Yeah, she I could made me laugh that. out loud. You need to be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so many people make me laugh out loud in this movie. Again, even uh, Chris O'Dowd as the blind fencer. He's just like so sarcastic and just like even when, when at the end when he gets insulted, he's like, you know, in the light it is unfair, but in the dark, <laughs> part of my world. It's like early Bane. He's just like I. Like, I <laughs> he he's a weird he's a weird actor. You can't figure out like is he primarily a comedic actor or is he primarily a drama actor? Well, that's you can even say that for our two leads of Paul Rudd and Steve Carell. I mean, Paul right. Rudd has been in his fair share. Of well, Steve roles. Steve Carell is a comedic actor. He had that. One movie in Rhode Island with Dane Cook, that oh, was Steve no, Carell was, and Dane Cook. It was weirdly <laughs> not funny. He was, he was he was in he was in Foxcatcher. He was nominated for that. Oh right, that was yeah. a good movie. And then, now he's also gonna be in the uh, Dick Cheney uh, biopic directed by Adam McKay, who is a comedic director, and you know obviously Anchorman and Talladega Nights and the other guys, another the underrated other guys, movie. Yeah. So and this is the third time to bring up Adam McKay. There's so many connections here, but this is the third time that Steve Carell and Paul Rudd worked together because they were on, uh, you know, Anchorman and Four Year Old Virgin, and then obviously right. Anchorman Two, but that was after this movie, which is also not a good movie. But <laughs> oh well, not you know. What are you gonna do? Well, that's the they th- can't all be zingers, and right? that's well. So that's uh, I'm trying to think of comedies post two. Th- you know, let's just say this current decade. There's been a lot of, there's Anchorman two, there was Dumb and Dumber two spelled T O O, there was Zoolander two, there was just Super Troopers two. Like they're trying to hit all these old comedies and they and they don't, they don't do well. Yeah, well, like can I, you think of like a a recent comedy that you've actually enjoyed? I was gonna say not not only do they not do well, they're just not good. They don't hold up. And it almost makes you want to just like, I don't know, kind of grab some of these Hollywood executives or whoever's making these decisions and be like, just do something different. Yeah, do something original. (laughs) Yeah, like Super Troopers was great. 
Yeah. Then they did Beer Fest, which was also yeah. great because they didn't try and rehash the same thing. They're, those guys, again. we were going to cover uh, two of those films. We were going to be covering Beer Fest eventually, and we we're going to be covering uh, Slamming Sa- Sa- Slamming Salmon. That was the one movie that they made. That that I never even heard of. Before yeah, it's now. a restaurant one, like with like Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. As he was a he's like a boxer that opens up a restaurant, and then all of those. I forget what they're called. What are those the, guys the called? Broken the Lizard Broken Lizard Troop. Yeah, they're all like restaurant staff. So uh, I remember watching it and not thinking it's good, and I just have this like real intense hope in my body that it's just a different kind of movie, and it's and I'm gonna after enjoy you watch it. it five times. You'll realize. Yeah, it, I'm yeah. gonna and I'm gonna wa- enjoy it a lot more when I watch it for this uh, for this uh, podcast. Yeah. So here's hoping. <laughs> but really, I but mean, can you, can, yeah. you, can you think of, like, the last, like, comedy you saw that you're absolutely, like, in love with? Like, any new no. comedies? I mean, I, I can't, I honestly, I can't think of the last movie I saw, or the last movie that, I don't know, that I really wanted to see, went and saw, and totally held up yeah. to what I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, what, you know which one is popping, and now it's like at least three years old. But it's and it's definitely it's a comedy. Um, Shane Black's The Nice Guys is that a movie? I feel is like that, I told is that you, with like Alan Arkin and no, uh, Al Pacino? No, that's the the old guys. Yeah, is that what that was like. called? No, that's this is the one with Ryan Gosling and and George Clooney. No, and uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, okay, right. Have you seen it? I have not seen I it. I think that's a movie like you're you're some you're you're a friend that I'm like you got I mean we're it, when it comes to music and films we're constantly like trading off like did you see this? You right. should see this. Right. Like I think we have similar tastes or at least Yeah, I mean like, the only we'll, thing we we'll disagree on is things. is Marvel and the fact that Batman Forever is hands down the best Batman ever made without a doubt. It's just so not. It's Val Kilmer is the only true Batman. My <laughs> That's, who is who says that? Besides you, is there? Is there? Are you part of like a fan club? Or I don't. Like... I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to take the path most frequently traveled. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm like I'm. Ser- I'm searching re- recent comedies, and I want to see like what are. I mean, definitely within the past year. Nothing is ringing a bell. Let's see. 35 best comedies of the 21st century. So, I mean, they're going to include, obviously, ones from... um, I almost feel like... ones from, like, 2000, 2001. I almost feel like a comedy hasn't even come out unless it's been Adam Sandler on Netflix or Amy Schumer's been in it. Is that that (laughs) accurate? (laughs) I get... Well... uh, Yeah, they're showing so many from the... Oh, it's going up... Or are they doing like one a year? They're going up by years. Yeah, some the real there were a lot in the early two thousands. You had like all the Adam McKay's and you had the hot fuzz and Oh right, uh, I forgot yeah, about those guys. All, I was gonna say though, early two thousands that was kinda the Will Ferrell dominated Yeah comedy scene, which I, I have no problem with it. everything that came out of that. Was Bridesmaids? Amazing. Are we a fan of Bridesmaids? I, I definitely like Bridesmaids, okay. yeah. 21 Jump Street? That's pretty funny. 21 Jump Street's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, oh, that's a recent that. comedy. This 22 is the, Jump oh, Street this, was this, funny, the, too. This is the end. Okay. What We Do in the Shadows, that's Jermaine Clement. He's in the, that's the like mockumentary with the vampires. That I have to watch. Oh, you need to see that. Yeah, so I, I, I enjoy Lego it. Movie. 
Um, oh, Lego Movie's amazing. Yeah. yeah, if we're considering that, yeah, Lego yeah. Movie, hands down, best comedy of the past ten years. Oh, the Nice Guys is on this list, and Thor Ragnarok is on this list. I mean, Thor was very funny. It was like a pretty like up there like mm. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and you saw it? Consid- did I see it? Yeah. No, it, oh. it wasn't for free on television yet, so I have. It's on Netflix. And, uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. I did cave and watch Black Panther, but I'll have again, to look up later, like the, all the like the top comics from the. What do you call it? The two thousand. What is this? De- the two thousand tens. What is it? What yeah, do you call this? The tens. The twenty tens. Yeah, the I don't tens. know how to like Google search that. Do I put? The I, all I know is once it turns twenty twenty, I'm calling that decade the Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make shirts for this podcast, just like things people say. <laughs> like random, like funny things that come up, like we like on an episode we like said I don't, I don't like it needs to be in a more abbreviated way. Well, there's the pie cake in that was something that I learned about on this podcast. The pie cake. The pie it's called the pie cake in, and it's a uh, pie within a cake. The pie cake in, like the turducken, but yeah, it's a yeah, pie cake. Yeah, a pie cake in. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, and uh, why are we not eating one right now? I don't know. That's my. But question. also on that episode uh, with Lisi and Perla, we uh, of. Uh, of Midnight Market, check out Midnight Market. Um, we talked about how, well, I kind of brought up because we the random food, one of the random food scenes, since there was two of them, we covered two random food scenes. One of them was the American pie, pie, sex scene. And I, I said, it. I said, cakes are more fuckable than pies. Yeah, they're you really know, are. soft, the sponginess. Yeah, uh, good seven you got to get a moist cake, though. That's, yeah, that's a good part seven of the problem, layer right? cake. If it's a pound cake, that's not going to hold. No, that's up. just dense and. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see what what else about this. We need to talk more for dinner for schmucks. Um, I some fun trivia. I th- I think we said it's an underrated film. Absolutely. I think this might shed some light into why, p- possibly. Original the original roles were going to like I feel like this movie was maybe in development for a while because there's a 1990 this is adapted from a 1998 comedy called Le Dinner des Cons which is Dinner of Fools. And I'm going a, to assume a, that's a French film. We. Oui. <laughs> and, uh, and the original but when I feel like this movie might have been in development for a little while and it was originally Steve Martin and Bill Murray. I can right. You can see that. Oh, that would be amazing. Steve and, Martin is the Steve Carell character, I'm going to assume. I don't know. That's actually, that's Because in this movie, I, it could even Either, flip, yeah. you know? It could. Eh. Steve Carell does do the... I, I think they got it right. They got it right. They got it right. But in that in that scenario, it really could flip either way. I think, because yeah. I think when I, I mean, think Bill Murray, I think, like, what about Bob? And so I think of that right. kind of character. right. So I think Steve Martin... But then Steve Martin, I was thinking, what is that, Dirty Rotten Scoundrel? Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, The Jerk. Yeah. Like, but then I think, like, Father of the Bride, But also, would it man. make sense, because Steve Martin's, like, 65 now, does it make sense that, eh, I guess it would still work in this instance. Yeah, I mean, he, I, think, I, think, I think he would be Paul Rudd and Bill Murray would be Steve Carell. But, yeah. But point being, if that, I mean, if Steve also... Steve Martin cleans up better. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think... Hearing that, and clearly it wasn't supposed to be like a movie of like the late 80s or early 90s when 
those guys were I mean they're still obviously big but like when right. their movies were really coming out right I mean everyone knows Bill Murray but he's more like a cult hero now yeah he, uh, he I've kept... said Steve Martin to people and they have no idea who I'm talking which about which is ridiculous and I'm offended by it because he's definitely like in the top 10 of the comedic gods up there easily you know? yeah um, his, his early stand-ups were amazing genius. yeah and so you know, and this, and since it's adapted from a 1998 movie, I know it's not going to be from like that period. But I do think when I think this movie, and I especially hear those actors, and that's what they were thinking about originally. This would, I feel like, this would have been a hit in that time. Oh, in yeah, like the for dirty sure. rotten scoundrels sure. time, in the jerk time, in yeah, the Roxanne. That's a that's the, a great point. Yeah, right. The, it just it has one of that, those movies on TBS every every yeah. Sunday afternoon. You it know? would be a yeah. much more household name right. dinner for. And I also wonder if it didn't do well because people are number one didn't even know how to pronounce schmucks. Number two could quite possibly be offended by the word schmuck. Yeah, because it's, it's today. I mean, yeah. What what do you have to do if you aren't getting offended by something? <laughs> Um, let's see, anything, uh, you know, third film. Oh, and Sa- Sasha Baron Cohen and Robin Williams were also considered for the role of Barry. Which, Steve, you know, Steve Carell's character. So, mm-hmm. uh, this movie was directed by Jay Roach, who has made some great comedies. He did the Austin Powers trilogy. Excellent. He did the first two, uh, you know, like, Meet the Parents, which, okay. like them or not, those are two big comedies. I mean, the first Meet the Parents, I love. Yeah. This is this remind this is one of those films, and then I mean Ben Stiller is the king of them, but the, one of those films that the situations just keep getting worse, and sometimes those take a toll. And I think that's a uh, a compliment to this movie that it it didn't for me. Right. Like it was enter it was funny enough that even when the scenarios at least I'm someone that like I get a little like anxious in the sense of like oh my god like you just what you else know, is gonna go what wrong? else is gonna yeah. go wrong for right. this guy right and I mean and you know in a comedy most likely it's gonna then end up you know great for him which it does but still just like throughout the film like Ben Stiller because he, then he also gets so but Paul Rudd plays such a great straight man mm-hmm. you know like wait. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Not in a sexual sense, but in the <laughs> that he allows because he's hilarious in a lot of movies. It's not that he's not funny in this movie, right. but he lets really everyone like like he. It's almost like versus like a two person ping pong game. It's almost like he's playing like the one side of the table flipped over, and then he's got Steve Carell that's just bouncing all this right. stuff off of him versus just like in Anchorman where they're all equally wacky. Mm-hmm. And for, delivering just like yeah. one-liner after one-liner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or even Four-Year-Old Virgin, while he's like sad the whole time, it clearly is about like lines of his too. That right. He, like, the, I mean, that's just the Judd Apatow style. But this movie, like he plays such a like good, you know, like just like, you know, straight Plain, guy. plain, plain, plain average regular guy. John. Yeah, which will. he's done in, I mean, a bit... He was kind of that, but more comedic in, like, I love you, man. Yeah, absolutely. But then you have um, movies where he's totally wacky, or then even... He he kind of does, like, the wacky, The he does, like, kind of, like, the laid-back stoner guy pretty good, and then he does, like, the straight man, or, like, obviously then drama, you know, roles as well. Right, which just goes to show his range. Yeah. America's which, sweetheart. You remind Rudd. me of Paul Rudd every once in a while. Hey, well, I take that as a compliment. You should. I wish I reminded you of the amount of money Paul Rudd has. <laughs> that would be great. But you don't. 
we're both, we're both, <laughs> we're we're both, both poor. poor. Which is why we are in your apartment. Yeah, uh, a basement apartment. It's nice, <laughs> but it's a basement. <laughs> That's just. Let's just say if Paul Rudd was running this uh, podcast, the uh, there wouldn't be headsets and <laughs> in a basement jersey. Be a little city. bit fancier, maybe some candles lit. There's a candle lit. Look uh, in the bathroom. So, <laughs> so so screw you, sir. <laughs> there is a candle lit, but it's not just for uh, visuals. It's for smell purposes as well. Ah, yeah. yeah. You know, of course. Smell is ninety percent of taste, or something like that. So it's a food podcast. I want your <laughs> pal to be ready. Do you have any? Like, do you have any favorite scenes from this movie? It's a wacky comedy. Um, like... I I love the uh, the elevator scene. I guess is the only way I could call it. Right before um, Paul Rudd gets on the elevator. Oh, in the office. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where Larry Wilmore uh, starts arguing back and forth with his coworker. Oh, with Ron Livingston. Right? The guy from yes, Office Space. right. Which, who plays That's a exactly complete... It. Talk about... I mean, Office Space, great comedy. Excellent. And he is the exact opposite, opposite in this movie. Yeah. He's like the, you know... He wanted nothing to do with success in that world. Right. And, and now he's just climbing he's, the corporate he's ladder. Tense. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Shows his versatility. No, but I love when Larry Wilmore is <laughs> talking about his wife. Um, I'm trying to think of what he, what he says. Uh, he goes, I'm pretty sure your wife's a hooker. <laughs> he goes, yeah, she's not a hooker. Well, she propositioned me for a blowjob at the Christmas party. Yeah, and if she didn't ask for money, then she's not a hooker. She did. She asked me for $50. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of He's my like, favorites. Is Cinnamon a family name? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a, a scene I want to uh, play, just I'm trying to think, like, you know, we we had, you got to hear a little bit of Steve Carell, but that was like Octavia Spencer. Um you know, some of the clips I was watching, they're just, like, so long. Like, Bar- Barry's whole the mouse thing, it's just, it's too long of a clip to play right, for you guys. Right, Obviously, watch the movie. Um, I think I, the goat scene. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. With Jermaine Clement. Who's, like, the, as, you know, as a goat. <laughs> as a goat. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's, let's play that one for you. Have you ever just spent five months living with a herd of goats as one of them? No? No. Surprises me. The thing about a goat is, it never denies itself what it's hungry for. A goat will eat anything. A goat could probably eat a bike. A goat could eat itself if it was driven to it. Mm. I'm just a goat who's halfway through eating itself. Just to be clear, what exactly are we talking about? Everything. Uh, I can't, I can't, I'm not, I can't do a New Zealand accent. I was gonna, I was gonna attempt a New Zealand accent. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess it's kind of like British, yeah. but, uh, Australian, lot, lot but, uh, different. Of, it's a bit like a goat. Nope. Nope. <laughs> can't, no, no New Zealand accent for you foodie fans. Uh, I don't apologize because it's, but that's, it's a yeah. rare accent. I mean, accent. if you don't hear it out of his mouth, you don't hear it out of anybody's mouth in Hollywood. New yeah. Zealand's not a big. Uh, this is. I mean, this is. You have to give it population. to Jay Roach for finding all these. Not finding, but taking again such great comedic talents you have at that time. I mean, clearly Jermaine Clement being very popular from Fly of the Concords and Christian Shaw being on that as well. I mean, Paul Rudd and Steve Carell clearly just like 
you know, huge in the world of comedy still. And at that time in 2009, you had the hangover come out. So Zach Galifianakis is like perfect and pure. Then he's Mm -hmm. absolutely hysterical in this movie. Uh, I wish I could play that clip for you guys, but that's ridiculously long, but just the fact that what's his character's name. It's um, Thurman. Thurman, The IRS angel, right? Yeah. And he has, it's like a, a bib that, Makes it look like he's wearing a turtleneck, which is it, it is. It's not a turtleneck. No, it's like the like cutout. That was just like weird. It's like a, the neck of a turtleneck and kind of goes a little low, so that if he was wearing a jacket, it looks like he's wearing a turtleneck sweater. And he wears a cape to the dinner. Yeah, and well, I just, he's a mind reader. Yeah, he is a mind and that's reader. That's how you dress when you do that. But Barry is a brain reader. <laughs> This movie just gets so ridiculous. That's 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 one of the best scenes. Yeah. Uh, oh, when he yeah. When they're arguing back and forth at dinner, and yeah, shooting says, the mind darts at each and, other. And tell us, tell us what you couldn't find. He's like, uh, or what what you lost of your wife's like. Oh, I lost I lost her clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, but I, I wrote it down. He's just like, she. Um, you know, like, I, I lost her clitoris, you know, and I told her it was probably in her purse because nine times out of ten when she loses something, <laughs> it's in her purse. And then Zach Galifianakis goes, I, you know, oh, and I found it. It was in her other purse, her private purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, like, yeah, Chris O'Dowd. Um, I mean, I love... You get, I all, think... All the mice. I mean, I think the ability for them to even recognize that... Uh, I mean, I don't know who did casting in this, so I'm sure Jay Roach had a say yeah, in a it. Part, but yeah. to recognize people like Chris O'Dowd and Octavia Spencer mm-hmm. to be able to come in and do those, uh, do those scenes they needed out of them. Yeah, just like uh, I can't. Im- how fun would that? Well, we should talk about. You know, that's what we'll really talk about as far as the, for the rest of this movie. It's just like the that that dinner. dinner, right? Like, so I mean, have you ever been at a, just like a big? awkward dinner before or just like a dinner of characters i mean i i don't i don't think so i've never done the long table uh no kind of situation not even like family holidays um family holidays we usually end up kind of broken up i mean yeah like kind of split around the house yeah, yeah. like like uh, there, and there's characters in my family but it's no, not yeah. it, it's, it doesn't get awkward like this yeah. um and i i love awkward situations oh uh, I, I, re- I feed I on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're the same in that way. I, I yeah. would leave a I would leave a dinner like that and be like, that was some of the most fun amazing. I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember how awkward it was? When <laughs> what do they call it? They, so it's because Paul Rudd this whole time, he's trying to get up the corporate ladder and that's why they're having this dinner. Right. To, like, Well, the boss, before he promotes him to like some kind of you know high position, wants to see what kind of person he's like, so he invites him. He has this monthly dinner. He has to, uh, he has to bring the most ridiculous person. Yeah, basically. that they can make fun of, yeah. or that they will think that's very, you know, odd. We and weird and actually funny. used to play a game very similar to this when we would go to Rhode Island. Uh, my my sister, her husband, and mm-hmm. I, you know, we'd go out and we'd try and find. We called it the rudest person in the bar. <laughs> All right, and it was just the, you know, a person who's wearing something that. Uh, 
a human being should not wear oh, on a regular day. Just, yeah. Just, you know, the kind of guy that you look at and you go, oh, my God. Yeah. What is up with this person? <laughs> this falls into, like, that people watch. I mean, that's, a great, part of, that, that's right. a great part of going to restaurants and going to bars is the people watching. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, like... And living this, in this area. You could just sit on a bench oh, in yeah. a park and 20 an hour will yeah. come past you. Oh, when, when I mean, you know, when I went with, uh, I mean, I know you know, Tommy, but that's my my roommate. We went to like the Italian festival in Jersey City, and I can't remember. Forgive me if I've said this on the show before, but I'm telling you, uh, is that we were just like, let's listen, try to listen for the most Jersey thing. And the two most Jersey things was a mom saying to a son, like you know, like the son was like, I don't want to eat that, and it was like the church made like rice balls and she was like they make this once a year <laughs> you know like everybody loves it you gotta have it you gotta have, you the, gotta rice have, the, have the rice balls and then one father other, michael yeah. made these rice <laughs> balls <laughs> for you and then uh the one other was like one guy just saying like frankie valley could listen to him every day all day <laughs> but that was just like a fun you know like we're at we're eating great food and we're listening to these incredibly jersey people that Am I? I don't know. Yeah, I'm slightly making fun of them right now. So, no, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. I but, mean, those are ridiculous things to say. Yeah. Who listens to Frankie Valley every day? Do you listen to Frankie Valley every day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's what even my recent trip, there was like the last, I traveled with friends for a majority of it, but the last couple of days I was by myself. And so, you know, I'm just in Ireland. And I'll make small talk with people but at the same time i was just sitting in some pubs and drinking a beer and just like watching people just like you know the whether... what do they call it in ireland the the crack the the good crack they're having oh yeah spelled differently but <laughs> yeah a bit fun not actual yeah. crack i don't know yeah. how it's in a, a bit of crack yeah it's in it's in uh... it's like c-r-a-i-g or something like that yeah, it's spelled in gaelic gaelic yeah yeah gay <laughs> Oh, that's what people are. You're gonna be the next thing people are complaining about on Facebook. Um, let's see, what what are the weirdos at dinner? They've got the they we've we've said well clearly Steve Carell he has the whole he's the mice, and he's just weird in general. The mice dioramas. The mice. Yeah. Uh, we've got the, the the fencer. The blind fencer. The blind fencer. Um, Octavia Spencer speaks to animals. The the puppet man. The puppet Jeff man. Dunham. Vulture guy and beard guy. Because the vulture fly. I don't know what the vulture guy, what the weird, like, I mean, I know he had a vulture, but it's because that's, I mean, it flies off with the German guys or Swiss guy's finger at the right. end. Right. That's the whole, yeah. That, that, I guess that character is important. Paul Rudd's going at, like, that's his, what he's bringing to the company is that Swiss guy. And the Swiss guy finds out. Uh, when, about he, the dinner. About the dinner, because he had that really awkward lunch. That actress, what was her name? Her name, Lucy Punch. She's weird. She's Darla. She's the one with the. the she's crazy the one eyes. that looks like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> she's the one that looks like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> no, yeah, she's a weird one. I don't know how to feel about. It. She was in that movie Bad Teacher with uh, oh, Cameron Diaz yeah. too. But she does like an accent in that movie, right? The, she, yeah, she well she plays I I would say a very similar character yeah uh, you know Unsta- she's she plays unstable, unstable very well very well well she looks it yeah I mean uh, those crazy she, eyes she looks like Marilyn Manson yeah I mean like, I I would argue call me Darla she's more attractive than Marilyn Manson probably yeah but only slightly. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, because at lunch he finds out, and I think that he's like, "Oh yes, we have the same thing. It's called dinner for Utuschlagen." <laughs> <laughs> now, as a man who had just left Munich, is Utuschlagen uh, an actual word? Does it translate to? Uh, I don't know. To should anything we, should in we, should German? We, should we look this up? Give it a Google. Yeah, let's give it a Google. Unter, I don't even know how Unter. Uh, Unterschlagen meaning. Unterschlagen. This is interesting. A little fun yeah. fact for you guys at home. Um, hmm. Definitely going to edit a little bit out of this, but it's a verb. I'm only seeing embezzle and like keep quiet about. That's strange. The word I f- the way I spelled it was U N T E R S C H L A G E N. Unterschlagen. And right, well that I mean that's what Google autocorrected to for me as yeah. well. And uh, the only thing I see embezzle. translate Unterschlagen to English verb embezzle keep quiet about. Well, maybe maybe it's one of those things you know it gets lost in translation. Yeah, uh, maybe, you're supposed to keep quiet about weird people or something. Yeah, maybe something maybe the way you like is... say like if it's like a dinner to keep quiet about. Right. So and to keep quiet about was the fact that they're inviting weird people. Ah. Uh-huh. And like what I I think when I it was called you know. Dinner of Fools. So, like, you know, in the in the you know the original oh, the French, French, yeah, the French film. Dinner, uh, I think we've cracked the case Cons. wide open. Yeah. So, <laughs> but this is dinner for schmucks, and which uh, is Hebrew, sh- right? Yeah, for like he, for Dick, yeah, right? penis, penis. I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, we that was, to, yeah, you use the more appropriate word. We penis. used to uh, we used to throw the word schmuck around all the time and. In yeah, it's like sixth it's, grade. It was well, one of those words that you just said. Well, I think it's more right, Yiddish versus Hebrew, which is I don't know. One of those. We'll have to go to Williamsburg right now and ask people. <laughs> <laughs> Start yelling from my van. What does schmuck mean? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. But uh, and thank God it's not the Sabbath. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, all those ca- I mean cast of characters at dinner. Uh, I mean Bruce Greenwood. He's he's so he's you know he's the he's the boss. I think he does. Uh, good, he plays the good like again serious. Yeah, I thought it was Alan Thicke for a long time. <laughs> From Growing Pains. Yeah, oh, he's got some work done. That's what I figured. The late, they're, the, they're the late, similar. the late Alan. Thicke. They're similar gentlemen. You knew that, right? No. Yeah. Wait. What? I'm pretty sure I saw him on that sandals commercial like a week ago. No, it must have been an old sandals commercial. Jesus. Yeah. When did that happen? A few years ago, I feel oh. like, yeah. Well, here it's, it's been a it's been a time of Google searches. Alan, toast, toast Alan Thick, right Thick. now. Here we go. Yeah. Alan Thick passed away December thirteenth, two thousand sixteen. So almost two years ago. Okay, so he could have been in this movie. He yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, wait he what was this? Two thousand nine, ten, ish. This movie. This is two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Yeah. Oh hey, and you know what? And, uh, and I'm just looking at it right now. And then Jay Roach also directed uh, Trumbo. We we love Brian Cranston, Crandog. Crandog. Yeah. Yeah. How do you? Uh, yeah. How do you not? 
And he directed, I know he didn't write it down, but he directed the HBO, the one that he played uh, LBJ. Did you see that? Uh, wasn't that called LBJ or something like that? Mm, it's, it's called something. I did not see it. Okay. But I, it's good. I need to. I definitely yeah. need to. But a- anything else for uh, Dinner for Schmucks? I mean, there's just, I mean, it, like, like we said, there's just so many great comedy scenes and they're, and they're longer. And I don't know. You guys let me know if you like, there was something that we did on PSL of Hoffman playing the clips. I don't know if that's, I feel like that's fun to listen to a few Absolutely. of them. Yeah. Well, just, it gives you a better sense. Yeah. Puts you in the moment. Yeah, you know? exactly. My, and the, and the, the two scenes that we played for you, those are, I mean, between the goat scene and the lobster scene. <laughs> so that's two, just two top notch scenes. Two top notch scenes. Uh, so. Yeah, anything else to say for Dinner for Schmucks? I I do love the lobster in that scene. It's actually making me hungry for seafood right now. I had some great seafood Might in Ireland. To, uh, Irish get a bad rap for cooking, but... That's what I heard. Well, yeah. I heard the food's not that good there. It's really good. Yeah? They've got... I mean, it's an island. they got so much... If you like seafood, Ireland is, a like, the place to go. I mean, go on, foodie fans, you know, pay attention to uh, foodie.films.podcast because I post a lot of the food pictures on there, and I went to a place that... Phil Rosenthal of Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix uh, went to and uh, and it didn't fishy fishy in Kinsale and it didn't disappoint. A lot of great f- fish there. Got to check it out. I mean, and yeah, I wonder if the people giving it a bad rap are the ones who go there and uh, oh, let me get pizza, and then they're disappointed because yeah. Ireland's pizza is terrible, and then they tell you the food <laughs> sucks, and you're like, well, because you're an idiot and you didn't get the right thing. <laughs> Well, dinner dinner for schmucks. You recommend it? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Great um, comedy. Is it my favorite movie of all time? No. No. Is it a great comedy? Yeah. I th- really it's a think good, it's, it's a good afternoon watch. Yeah. If you're. Uh, it's it's a it's just a, it's a really funny movie. I Excellent. think if you just want to yeah. sit down and you just want to laugh, which a lot of times that's what I want when I sit down <laughs> on my couch and just. It, it's one yeah. It's one of those you don't have to think. Yeah. You don't have to think too hard. Uh, and yeah, just a number of just funny scenes that make you laugh, make you you laugh out loud. All right. Up next is our famous food scene. Uh, that title is still, I mean, famous food scene, F F S that's, you know, could be a food scene. Okay. But uh, go ahead and select one of these, uh, pieces of paper right there in front of you. Let's see. And if you haven't seen it, or if you just want to refresh, we can watch it. Or if you haven't seen it, we'll definitely watch it. And play the clip for you guys as well. The Goonies. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth? <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and play that scene. <laughs> Chocolate. You want a candy bar? You do now. Oh, look, I got a Baby Ruth, sir. Uh-huh. Understand. And now, uh, the final uh, uh, to this baby? Uh, I'm going to throw it to you, okay? Put it in a uh, you shake yourself. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, sir. I tried to give it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I can't do it. I can't do Mister, you're even hungrier than I am. Wait, 
Josh Brolin's in the Goonies? <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's the older brother. What? Yeah. That's how dude. old that movie is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, well, that, that comes from... He's, Josh Brolin is not in that scene, but the next clip that was about <laughs> to play was Josh Brolin, I think, on like Conan or something. Josh yeah. Brolin is 104 years old. Yeah. There was, did, yeah. He was a child in that movie. He's not 104 years old. He was in Old Boy. How, how are you in Old Boy if you're not old? Oh, old boy, not old man. Right? Uh, did you see Deadpool 2? I did not, no. Okay. Did you like the first one? I did. I second I one's not as it. good, but you know, Josh Brolin's in the second one. Yeah, he's Cable, right? Yeah. yeah. And so he, um, at, in one scene, Deadpool is wearing what Josh Brolin like wears, like the sweats and everything. <laughs> in the yeah, in the in that scene. And in one other scene, he's wearing chunks. Who's in this scene? Hawaiian shirt. In Deadpool too. It's a really great, uh, just little Easter egg. Little tidbit. When yeah, when you're watching uh, Deadpool too. But yeah, so I, I love. I mean, this is this is a later scene between Chunk and Sloth. I mean, earlier, you know, Chunk gets scared when he first sees him, and then also. There's the rocky road. Like, like, like ice, <laughs> the ice cr- I don't you know if do that's a after this Sloth. Sloth. Great Sloth. Sloth. Yeah. yeah, Chunk. The rocky one. road? <laughs> but the baby Ruth, he's a uh, Chunk, of course, uh, has a baby Ruth bar on him. Baby Ruth, that's now two famous scenes I can think with the use of a baby Ruth, the other being in Caddyshack when they toss it into the pool and they think it's a um, turd. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill Murray takes the yeah. bite no, out of it. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, there you go. Bill Murray coming up again. Um, but, yeah, this is, I mean, it's just a fun, what do you think of this scene? Or just what do you, I mean, go, or in Goonies in general. But. The Goonies in general, yeah, it's just a feel-good, one of those feel-good movies kind of bring, brings you back to your childhood. Yeah. Uh, a child's sense of wonderment. I hear, that's um, also a movie yeah, that I heard that they might make a sequel of, with the uh, with the original cast possibly. That would be about the kids, the, their kids. Yeah, but no, don't. Yeah, just stop. Just leave. Stop yeah. doing that. Leave well just enough ma- alone. Make a new movie. <laughs> <laughs> just make a new movie. <laughs> Even like I would almost respect if like movies, if someone made a very similar movie, but then just called it something else. Right. Right, like, like this it was is a kind little of like di- the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. This is, oh, it's a group of kids that are. Yeah. I mean, which well, obviously they've done and they've put into like shows like Stranger Things. Like they. T- yeah, t- and and I mean. Even it has a Goonies vibe to it. Oh. it, it like Super Eight. Super Eight. Yeah. It kind of no, has Super that 8. Goonies yeah, yeah, yeah. vibe, yeah. but it's a different story. Yeah. Uh, it's it's some it's something different. You know, yeah. it's not the Goonies too, but it still it pays a homage. Yeah. To those uh, things. And a Super 8, I mean, I got to tip my hat to those kids. Those kids are some of the most phenomenal actors I've ever seen. Was, yeah, I, I haven't like, seen that movie in a while. I think I'm on Blu ray. Maybe I'll, I'll have to give it a watch. Yeah, I'd say check that out. Uh, fav- Baby Ruth. Do we like Baby Ruth? Um, it's, it's, it's a weird one, right? Yeah. Because it's a candy bar that I would never buy. Yeah, okay. Uh, but then if I get one. And I eat it. They're they're absolutely delicious. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite? Uh, well, we'll keep it the candy bar. Candy bar. Got to go with the midnight Milky Way. Midnight Milky Way. Is Milky that dark Way with chocolate? dark chocolate. Ooh. Ooh. Excellent. So it's just got, like, the kind of white nougat yeah. in there. So instead. just the nougat. We don't want the nuts oh. in there. We just want the fluff and. Oh the, yeah. Did Did you feel that like at a, there, I feel like there was a certain point in like the 
late 2000s, maybe early 2010s, where, like, they tried to push Milky Way, I think, as a more, like, women candy bar. Yeah, you could like say that, in the office and then call and... me a little sissy boy, because yeah. I, like, uh, right. I prefer the Milky Way, but I don't know. I wasn't Something going about... for, I wasn't implying <laughs> anything, I just felt, as a, as a fan of Milky Way. And it's Way, the you... smoothness, you know, of a yeah. Milky Way, and I guess maybe that's why it lends itself more towards the women yeah. candy bar. That, and it's owned by the same company that does Snickers, mm-hmm. and Snickers seems to be leaning more towards uh, man, man things. Uh, okay. You know, even then, you're not you when you're well, hungry. Well, they got nuts most of those are men. Um, yeah. They they sponsor like the NFL. They're yeah. like the official candy of the NFL or whatever. So yeah. uh, maybe then they figured, all right, well now we need a woman candy bar. Yeah. I don't know what my favorite is. For a while, I like Charleston Chews. Excellent candy bar. Yeah, but sometimes, but then if you have too, I mean, if you have too much of any of those candies, obviously not good for you, and you'll get sick of them. But like, it was just like, oh, eh, but. I love it. It's a new, it's a new candy, newish candy at this point. But There's I love t- take fives. Oh, take fives, excellent. Those yeah. are awesome. Like, I had actual pretzel in them, unlike M M&M and M pretzel ones that just felt like it was like right. cardboard inside. While we're on candy, yeah. does anybody like Mary Janes? I feel like that's how like are a, they still around? It just feels. It looks like one of those candies that was. I don't know. Someone was eating while the civil rights movement was happening. Like, and, that's exactly logo. right. You, and you feel like when you got that on Halloween as a kid, you got a yeah. Mary Jane. You were like, I don't remember going to any 190-year-old houses. <laughs> <laughs> was well, this pre-World War One? This candy? <laughs> it's still wrapped in the same yeah, wrapper they but, used in yeah. 1901. Then, yeah. Then my parents picked me up in their jalopy, and we had it. <laughs> <laughs> five cents a piece. Yeah. And even then, you're getting ripped off yeah. because it, it, it they're weird. They're weird. <laughs> All right, we're coming to the last segment. Let me flip. Let me find the uh, page in which I have all the questions written down. Here we go. All right, this segment is called Gut Instincts. Is this rapid fire? This is a yeah. This is yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a speed round of sorts. You've already heard one of the questions, but it'll come up. I think it's like one of the later questions. Uh, but just you know, whatever you know, gut instinct, whatever really comes to you first. Sure. Favorite fast food <sighs> establishment. You don't have to say the specific food unless you want. To right, right, sure. right. Um, I mean, if I have to go with it, I don't have it that often, but. I don't know. See, I'm I'm kind of back and forth. I gotta go Taco Bell. Uh, oh, whoa! And I was gonna say, we're both we both like Moe's. Yeah. No, Taco Bell's better than Moe's. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Crunchwrap Supreme, man. Damn. I gotta All do right. it. Deep I gotta though. do it. I like I like Moe's, but I like the one Moe's we had near our home. Yeah. I've been to other Moe's that I'm like. Mm. I'd rather have Taco Bell right yeah, now. Yeah, I think Taco Bell definitely they have it like down. It's like a McDonald's that you know what you're in for. Like you know what place, you're yeah. in for. It. Yeah, it's consistent. Yeah, and and they whatever that sauce is, they cook the meat in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it just lends to a nice moist. There you go. Excellent piece of the Crunch Wrap Supreme is one of the greatest inventions of all time. It's up there with the cotton gin. In my opinion, <laughs> so I gotta go with Taco Bell. Crunch Wrap Supreme <laughs> cotton gin. Uh, Go-to drink, alcoholic drink. The old-fashioned. The old fat, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Every day of the week. Uh, well, no, I'm not an alcoholic. 
<laughs> no, you are. But you, uh, you could ask this me that question. Your family's <laughs> waiting in the other room. <laughs> you could ask me that question a million times over, and that's the answer every single time. All right. Favorite childhood snack? Favorite childhood snack? Yeah. Wow. We're kids of the 90s. I felt like that was like a reigning time of... But it could also be something that your mom made. It doesn't have to be like I a, mean, does this have to be like a dessert? It could be anything that you like. I mean, you know, I mean, definitely more snack related than more snack related. I mean, yeah. did you, your mom send you with like a snack to school? You know, like you yeah, had, but you your, yeah. my mom was a weird like healthy person. Yeah. So like our snacks were like oh, healthy yeah. crackers that other people would eat. Okay. Because they're on a diet. I meant that to ask you because this is a fact that I remember uh, when seeing in in your uh, family's garage a lot of Snapple, and you yes. said that your mom. Like that because of the glass versus the plastic. Plastic right. being a Snapple's now gone plastic. Not completely. You can still get it in the glass. Oh, you can. Yeah. So but she it's still the, rocks. But it. they're yeah. But they're and I have to give her. They're credit. phasing it out. She's she's toned down on her fear of okay. plastics. Yeah. But you know she just thinks. When in I heard, long when term. I, but really, when I heard that, that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> it was my. It was mom. your mom? Yeah. But anyway, um, okay. So chi- yeah. Favorite childhood snack. Yeah. We. I mean, maybe this is weird. Maybe this is normal. Uh, we used to get sweet cereals for, okay. and they were strictly for snack. Oh, okay. So I have to go with uh, when yeah. I was young. It's not the same anymore. It kind of hurts my teeth now. But uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Ooh, little CTC. Little CTC nice. for uh, the after dinner snack. Yeah. Ah, nice right. CTC. Yeah. So your mom didn't want you to start off the day with like a sugary breakfast. No, yeah. Well, I mean, but that the, was, the but... most unhealthy breakfast we would have is like a raisin bran or something okay. like that. But uh. There you go. It's, it's how I'm so trim and fit right yeah. now. Thank you, Mom, if you're listening. Sweet or savory? What do you prefer? What do you have a sweet tooth or are we talking about? Savory. Savory. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not even a big snacker. Okay. Uh, most nights, like, if if someone were like, oh, like you could have this snack or, like, I'll make you a steak. I would steak every day. There you steak go. in an old-fashioned. <laughs> uh, favorite food city? Favorite food city. I, I got to go with New York. Yeah. Uh, it's hometown. Got it all. Um, yeah. I like, I'm a big chicken and waffles guy. So, I mean, I could argue that like a Charlotte, North Carolina or yeah. something like that like would happen. But they, they yeah. put mustard on their burgers, man. And uh, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Um, Chicago. I was quite impressed with deep dish pizza. Oh. But nothing beats the good old New York pie, you know. Well, see, well, now you said nothing beats the good old New York pie. Deep dish, I feel like, is closer to being like a pie. A pie, yeah. right. It's it's a different food. Yeah. So, like, yeah. to even argue, uh, oh, this pizza versus yeah. that pizza, it's a different food. But yeah. I uh, gotta go with New York on that one. Favorite cuisine? So like you know Italian, Mexican. What are we talking? You know, can I can I combine two into a weird? Yeah, let's go for a fusion. Sorta, yeah, uh, Chinese and Mexican. Ooh, I I want a place out there to start making General Tso's burritos so bad. Damn. Well, you know what? Like I find like a lot of great Chinese places have like. Mexican or Mexican They're starting to do wraps and stuff like yeah. that, too. And yeah. then, like, a lot of Mexican places are run by Chinese people. Yeah. They, just, they finally just need to cross over just their cross food. cross over. Just start doing it. Yeah. yeah. A General Tso's burrito. 
Right. With like some, yeah, obviously the rice. I see in there. your mouth watering. I, yeah. I can see it watering. <laughs> it is. Uh, with the rice in there. Yeah. You could put some broccoli, maybe. I mean, and, and when I say Chinese food, I don't mean Chinese food. I mean American, American Chinese. American Chinese, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, that and Mexican, yeah. All right. If they were, if they were good for you, I could eat them uh, every day. Nice. All right. And hummus. I need hummus in there, too. <laughs> A little hummus. Uh, guilty pleasure food. Um,. Guilty, guilty I mean, pleasure. I gotta say, it's just because I'm embarrassed to admit that I like it so much. Oh boy! But there is a place in my town, uh, the town I grew up in, that makes these delicious fruit smoothies. Yeah. And I feel like a sissy little bitch every time I go in and order one. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I just—they're so good. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Yogi B. So it's actually your guilty Jersey. pleasure food is like a healthier food. It's healthy. But it's more for the image reasons. It's a, that right, yeah. like me walking down the street, yeah. sipping out of a, a cup of pink juice. Uh, you know, I don't really feel too manly. Yeah. And uh, when someone, rush home, someone hey, yeah. what, what is that? Oh, it's a fruit smoothie. Uh, you know, I'm just yeah. a little embarrassed. So you rush home and you have an uh, old-fashioned uh, steak right <laughs> after <laughs> steak right afterward. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just say if my father saw me drinking it, he'd be yeah. a little disappointed. Uh, <laughs> so that's why it's my guilty pleasure uh favorite condiment favorite condiment uh trojan oh sa- con- no, con- i'm sorry I was <laughs> sour cream Sa wow yeah sour sour cream, cream or that's a first i mean we're not too many episodes in this is like episode 10 actually this is episode 10 congratulations you're on episode hey, 10 thanks it's a yeah, milestone double digits <laughs> uh i'm so lost in like where i you know i recorded sour a couple cream. episodes before the for my trip so sour cream yeah Huh. Um, all right. Yeah, either sour, like cream, sour cream or, or Russian dressing. When yeah. it comes down to a sandwich, yeah. it's got to be the Russian dressing on there. All right. Um, but if I'm like dipping, yeah, sour sour cream. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm into it. What do I'm you get? You usually get ketchup, mustard. Um, you know, obviously people then boring. people have said like sriracha. Yeah, it's sriracha. A- 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 Sriracha's the trendy one. Aioli. I like I like sriracha too. Aioli, what kind of hipsters do you have on this <laughs> show? I don't even know what aioli is. <laughs> um, last thing you, what was the last thing you ate today? Last thing I ate today was actually French toast, pancakes, bacon, and eggs. Uh, I got a late French start. French toast and pancakes. Oh, oh yeah. I got the uh, super special from Tommy's Diner. Shout out yeah. to Tommy's Diner. And... Uh, Apparently, I was the first person that lady ever saw finish the super special. Which <laughs> was a little embarrassing. But, uh, yeah. What would be your last meal? You're on I, def- I've you're thought on def- about uh, this before, yeah. and I, I thought about making up a food that yeah. they could never get. So it would keep <laughs> yeah, me alive. Yeah, okay. But now, yeah, I'm 29. I'm old. Uh, I'm yeah. kind of over this whole life thing anyway. Yeah. So. What I would do, <laughs> I would uh, wait till you're 31 and old like me. That's just, I'd I'd probably uh, I'd probably rock like a a general sounds burrito, <laughs> <laughs> um, or no, but honestly, a big, just a good steak, nice yeah. like I don't know if you they let you cut? choose like a yeah. Like this a, is you don't have to be in prison. This can you just for some reason you know uh, this is a weird circumstance that you know you're. Dying, to, but you're just, I don't, I don't know, yeah, you're leaving the yeah. world tomorrow. Got to go to New York City. Yeah. Head into Smith & Walensky's. Oh. Get a nice steak, medium rare, of course. Side of, side of their mac and cheese and potatoes. And an old-fashioned, 
yeah. with the McAllen 18. There you go. I like it. Do you uh, prefer going out to eat or like cook, cooking at home? I, I hate cooking. You hate cooking. I hate it so much, and I'm <laughs> I'm glad that my uh, my fiance is is okay with making food. Yeah. Because I I there's days I'll starve because I don't feel like putting tuna fish together. <laughs> um, it's not even cooking. That's right, stirring. I just, I just That's hate opening a I can hate and it. I feel like it just takes it takes so long to do, and then you eat it, and yeah. it's done, and you're like, well, why did I just waste half my day yeah. making all that food? So I definitely pre- prefer going out. And those people are better at making it anyway, but also at the same time, love the comfort of my own home. Yeah. So, so maybe, uh, yeah, to bring it home and eat it. I mean, home. that's yeah. my goal in life is just uh, work hard enough to hire a personal chef, preferably that's... a very attractive woman, personal <laughs> chef, who, uh... <laughs> so your fiance. So, yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Saved you there. Except, uh, yeah. yeah, then yeah. I get to save money. Yeah. Uh, so I brought it up earlier. Spirit food. Now, you know, some, I, I just want to say, so it's, you know, it doesn't have to be your favorite food. What food, but will you, you know, food that you think embodies, like, who who you are. So you're, you know, not that there's, like, food that's, like, funny per se, but you're a funny guy, you're a creative guy. Right. Uh, um, yeah, I'd have to go with a cheesesteak. Cheesesteak? Like a, like a uh, traditional cheesesteak. So you know, you got your peppers, yeah. you got your onions, mm-hmm. you got your whiz. You get, oh, oh yeah. There's the silliness. The there, exactly. There's the silliness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you got your peppers and your onions for my versatility oh. in the in the art world or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you know steak because I'm I'm jacked out of my mind. I know you guys can't see me at home, but yeah. I'm I'm ripped. Yeah, you're huge. Uh, huge. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm wrapped up in a nice warm bun. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little toasted bun. <laughs> All right. And last question. It's a bit more of a, a, a longer answer. I mean, no, it, could be, it can be short, it can be long. I should stop feeding lines to people. But uh, <laughs> greatest lesson you've learned in food. So I know, I know that's you know that might again. I'm explaining things, but it might come easier to the chefs out there and the you know. But just like what, just when it comes to food, a lesson that you've really. You know. uh, this was when I was in high school. I used to paint with. Um, uh, a school teacher mm-hmm. who, uh, on, during the summers, you know, teachers are off yeah. not getting paid. So he ran a painting company and we would paint houses and stuff. We did a bunch of New York apartments. We would stay overnight. Obviously, New York restaurants everywhere, every genre of food within one block. Yeah. Um, so we used to get great lunches all the time. And we would go in and we'd order it. And he taught me the single most important lesson, and that was... Get to know and be friendly to the people that make your food. <laughs> you've you've and, I've and it's right. that before. I should have remembered that that was absolutely be your, yeah. right. Yeah, uh, be kind. Yeah, learn if you, learn yeah. if if there's a place you love. Yeah. Oh, okay, and that too. So meet those you, people. Yeah. Then really, okay. I and see. then you know you're getting a special treatment, and not only are you getting a special treatment, you're you're not getting you know you know that's going to be the best of the best. We were yeah talking about Mo's. Those people we, loved us. Yeah. They would break oh, yeah. the Mia. fresh... Uh, she was a cougar. The fr- oh, definitely Well, I'm cougar. sorry. I, I shouldn't... Cougar implies that she was looking for younger men. I think she was a happily married woman, but she was an attractive... Attractive. Attractive woman. middle-aged woman. Yes. Absolutely. And she, I, I don't she, even know if she was old enough to be a cougar yet, but... Yeah. Uh, 
but she future but, yeah, cougar future yeah. cougar and she was always incredibly nice to us always like hooked us up at Moe's and would come over to the table i think just like thought it was hilarious how hungover we would be at the table. <laughs> and uh, i think that's why i like that Moe's the most cuz they they gave us the fresh stuff yeah. uh, i've been to other ones that have really disappointed me but yeah but that's a good i like that so it's not just the the more stereotypical line of like be like i think they say in the movie waiting like be nice to the people that bring you your food like yeah number one be nice to everybody if you can right. but you know and then yeah be nice to the people that could possibly screw with your food in the back but your your teacher gave you the lesson even further of you like a place oh yeah get introduce to introduce yourself people. get right. on a name basis be nice that way right. i'm assuming obviously be like a generous tipper yeah yeah and and you don't even have to go over the top they're not expecting that no but just yeah but uh yeah don't stiff them all right that's i like it that was good those were some good answers between that and sour cream and breakfast cereals at like you know (laughs) for snack (laughs) and you're just i mean old fashions and steaks some good answers there Leon, thank you so much for uh, hey, being on Foodie Films. Do you have uh, where can people see your artwork? If you're, uh, nowhere right now. Nowhere right uh, now. Working on it. Working on it. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, we'll put when uh, once that is ready, we'll we'll share it on our Facebook page. But you can appreciate his artwork on P.S. I Love Hoffman and on Foodie Films. Got a couple of. I'll post. I feel like I, I definitely use the one that you did, like the apple in front of me. Like that's ah one right. Of, I think one that's of the a, preliminary. Yeah, I have that as a picture pieces. on something that might be on the Facebook, and I have the Foodie Films as the banner, like the main one. But they did a couple of earlier ones that yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post those renditions. as well. Um, and then we close every episode. We have you know, so stay on cool is the sign off line for PSO of Hoffman. Here it is. There's more to cut. If you could just yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh, there's more to cut. There's more steak to cut. <laughs> Put some sour cream on there. Yeah, some chives. We'll try. Little crispy onions, maybe. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. See some now, some ajus. Oh yeah, for sure. Or we, you know, I'm, some, I'm bringing yeah. you into the sour cream game now. Now I you're gonna see how versatile. Cream. I'm not a, but it's yeah, but it's not gonna become my favorite condom. It's underestimated. It's the dinner of schmucks. Schmucks <laughs> of, yes. of condiments. Full circle. <laughs> I have to. All right, thank you, foodie. It's full circle. Yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy.